And everywhere he goes, there's a group, a big group of people that follows him. And what does Jesus do? Can anybody help us? Louis? Pardon? Nothing. No, he does something actually. Maybe I'll ask you to read it again, Louis. <laughs> he does a miracle. But before he does a miracle, he sees at this big group of people following him. And he gives the disciples a task. What was the task that Jesus gave the disciples? Great, to feed them. Jesus says, you see the crowd, you feed them. And the disciples come up with a solution. What was the solution the disciples came up with? Yeah. The solution was, we can't do this. Why don't they go away? Eat, send them to a village, and then come back. If they want to. And Jesus says, no, you feed them. And then the story goes on that Jesus is being presented with these five fish, five loaves of bread and two fish. And we know that all those 5,000 people plus women and children were fed. But I really want to think today in this theme of we want to encounter God. And today I want to put myself on the disciples' shoes. And I really want to think of the story that what does it look like to be a follower of Jesus and having an appetite for God. What does it look like to have an appetite for God? Now here we've got the disciples. They've been with Jesus for more than two years. They've been around him, they've followed him, they've seen him do a lot of miracles. And they come to Jesus with a problem and a solution that is really unlikely that Jesus is going to deal with. And sometimes I think that as disciples, we do come to Jesus with our problems, but also we come to him with our solutions, how we would like to resolve them. But Jesus doesn't work like that. He wants to reach out to us. And he wants to give us an opportunity to trust him for what he can do. So having an appetite with God, for God. In Albanian, and I'm reminded in French as well, we say that appetite comes with eating. Agnes is the same in Hungarian, isn't it? See, all the good languages have got this phrase. Appetite comes with eating. 
And Jesus, it's not only feeding the crowds, but he's also allowing his disciples to be fed spiritually through him. He's asking them to trust him to do something great. Now, we haven't got a problem with starvation in this country. I think for us, as a church, it's very hard to understand what does it mean to go home and not find food. We can't imagine that's the case. Much more likely for our younger generation. We cannot comprehend the whole idea that you walk at home and you haven't got food on your table. And that's a continuous story. So it's very hard for us to to understand hunger. But I think it's much easier for us to understand appetite. Because when we come back from school or we've had a long day and we have not had an opportunity to eat all day, we're ready to eat. You've got a phrase here, I can eat a horse. But we can also ruin our appetite. Sweets other things that we have just before dinner time. And I just wanted to throw that in because there are things that can ruin our appetite for God. And some of them we are aware of because we know that we shouldn't eat sweets before the meal. But some of them we are unaware of. And I don't know what that is for you. But as we're thinking about this encountering God, as we're thinking about us having this appetite, we need to remind ourselves that actually Jesus, in our pursuit of him, in our walk of discipleship, he is inviting us to trust him so our appetite for him grows bigger. But at the same time, he's encouraging us that in our trust for him, that we do not ruin our appetite with our own solutions. But we come to him and we're saying, actually God, we have five loaves of bread and two fish. And because you have called your church, your people, to something that is supernatural, we trust you, although we may look stupid. And I just wanted to throw that in there as we, as we, as we look about this encounter, as we try to, to follow God and as we try to be his disciple. That we're saying, God, We know that you've got much more there for us that we can ask or imagine. We just want to trust you that we don't have a misplaced appetite for something else, but trust you to nourish us. So Father God, here we are.
your followers who love you, who follows your, your followers who have seen you at work in our lives day in and day out. Your followers, Lord, who are embarrassed because sometimes we think we've got a better idea than yours. And yet, you're so good to us. You're so patient. And you still want us to taste and see that you are good by giving us opportunities to get involved with your supernatural reaching out to this world. So we come to you, Lord, not because we have to, but because we want to. Help us, Lord, to have an appetite for you, for your kingdom, for the gospel, for your church, to be seen, Lord, in the center of your will. And your word, Lord Jesus, says that I am the bread of life. Whoever follows me will never go away hungry. And we want to take that promise today. And we say, we want to follow you. And we don't want to grow hungry because we have followed you. Nourish us, feed us, sustain us, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.